0: you're listening to the hockey podcast network new shows every day find us at the hockey or wherever you get your podcasts from hello you're listening to the hockey podcast network i'm Mason dixon joined once again by Corey the bayou benders and this is habs nightly your hub for Habs content Alright guys, we are back at the end for another episode of Habs Nightly. Um, Excited to be back, have some things to talk about this week. Um, I think we're kind of just going to skim through some quick updates and get onto those topics. But before we get to that, Corey, how have you been, buddy? I'm doing okay. Uh, We tried to record earlier this
1: week, but it happens. But we're still trying to get content out to y'all. I'm doing okay. Um, It's starting to rain a little bit down here, which is something that we missed entirely for like all of summer all of hurricane season it barely rained. it's starting to rain a little bit which is nice because it's starting to cool down and because we're in quote unquote like summer fall um it's not like when it rains it's not just being stupid 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 humid it's just like staying like a cool temperature and it's really nice uh i think our cool temperature right now mason uh is around 60 like uh low 60s to 70 degrees and it's very nice.
0: Yeah, that, that sounds fucking beautiful. It's been pissing snow all day, so <laughs> uh yeah, I can only imagine the warm weather must 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 be nice in December. Um
1: it is. It is. it's, it's when people actually yeah. like some people think they, oh, it's time to hunker down. No, it's like activity time, honestly. It's like bearable outside. At all hours, it's real. It's really nice.
0: Hmm. Well, I'm talking about what's bearable. Um, let's <laughs> get to have some halves hockey because, uh, I just want to talk about what what's been unbearable, and we can kind of finish on a happy note. Uh, Alex Newhook went down the oh other night. Uh, first going down off an awkward fall. Um, and then returning only to get injured again. Now, I don't think we've been told what the injury is. We haven't really received any update, but the indication here is that he left the game early, and the Habs just recalled Mitchell Stevens a center a centerman from the of our rocket. So it seems like Alex Newhook's probably probably going to be out here,
1: yeah, and I, it, it's really unfortunate. Um, it's kind of scary, considering. Um I didn't catch the the beginning of the the beginning part of the first um and I feel like that happened sometime in there cuz I don't remember seeing him get injured other than seeing the um the recap of that first one where it looked like he fucked his knee up um Jesus Christ I don't know how they they're not like doing a little bit more work on him and saying maybe you shouldn't get back in this game granted um he came back he looked pretty good unfortunately just gets what his foot gets stuck in the net i believe the second time and um he couldn't even put weight on it terrifying i hate it i'm gutted for him um looked fantastic he looked he was having a good season so far uh was enjoying it but yeah no update that i'm I'm checking right now i don't see any updates on him but with mitchell stevens coming up you know we kind of can start putting the pieces
0: together yeah, absolutely. And it Newhook was heating up there too. His last few games, he scored a bunch of goals, mm-hmm. um, like off wrist shots too, like nice goals and uh, kind of having some good little chemistry with Suzuki there. Just got promoted to the top power play too. Uh, they finally we finally got Anderson off, and then got him right back on the top unit because <laughs> yeah, hurt. There's and, you two know, tragedies in one night. There, um, um
1: new newy was was actually like you know we we had a couple of like doldrum moments lately, and newy was some of the most refreshing refreshing guys on the team to watch, and was able to he was still productive offensively for us, uh, despite like you know Caulfield's woes. And you know, trying to get Josh Anderson woken up, but um, I really, I really hate to see him go, and he's he's going to be missed by the little bit of offense we do have. Uh, him and Brendan Gallagher's chemistry was really good.
0: I say him with Suzuki as well. So, yeah, no, it's a shame. Uh, as he was getting getting going there, kind of starting to fire on all cylinders. Uh. He gets put out of the lineup. So hopefully he's back soon. This is just the Habs are cursed, man. Like so much for the new staff being <laughs> what was going to help us. Like mm-hmm. we're just, we cannot catch a fucking break. And let me tell you, the refs don't help anything when they're as terrible on both ends of the ice. The refs as the tough were. Oh no. My that Florida Habs game. Uh, this mm-hmm. isn't me saying that we got screwed by the refs because the refs were just fucking terrible like on both ends it was oh it was just awful missing there was a missed high stick that gallagher threw some terrible hits slashing hooking calls and then they'd call the light it just it made no fucking sense it was brutal just a brutal showing from kevin pollock um and i'm not gonna say that injury happens because of the officiating uh it was a weird play but I don't know. You, you wonder why guys go down to big hits and shit like that, and mm-hmm. the, the officiating's been. I don't know. I'm just finding ways to keep reefing on the officiating this season. It's it's been
1: atrocious. I don't think
0: we've talked about it enough. How fucking terrible it's been. The NHL is a fucking joke. Like it should be embarrassed by the quality of its officials. It's brutal.
1: When they talked about it, they kind of like hinted on it a little bit, um, on the latest episode of Game Notes um that the night before the columbus game was the florida ottawa game and it was like the most penalties so far this season with like well over 100 and then the following game is the columbus montreal game and it's only like one penalty called it goes for a puck you know puck over the glass um where it was like they called for everything in the fight the fight game against the brothers they called nothing the canadians versus um Blue Jackets, and then it went into the next game where, um, they started calling things again, but were very absent-minded to a lot of blunders on both sides. It wasn't just we got fucked over. There was moments when, like you said, like we, we should have been called on that, and it was just negligence by the fucking the refs and the linesmen, um. And unfortunately, someone gets fucking hurt. I it's I don't say that that's due to it, but I mean. It's been tough this year. It's been tough this year.
0: Yeah, it's it's not been a delight to watch uh at all. Um yeah. It's just fucking terrible. But moving past um that, uh there were some positives to take away from that Florida game, although I don't know. <laughs> I, can't, I don't know if I'd say there were a lot, but <laughs> Caulfield scoring a 60th of his career. Um, yeah. That was nice. It was a nice goal, too. That line, that Dvorak Caulfield slap line has continued to play really good. I thought they had another good game. As Laff good a game had as-
1: another fantastic uh, opportunity, too, just getting the puck fed to him right and, you know, as he's like en- getting right in front of the goalie. Um, almost put it away. He's just been looking great. Like, that line is excelling. um, They just need to find the back of the net a little bit more. uh. But they are creating great offensive chances when the, the team's kind of
0: in a good rhythm. That's the thing. They're, they're getting looks, and that's what's important, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Ideally, you want your first overall pick to be getting offensive opportunities, and there's too much talent and finishing ability on that line to – kind of indicate to me that they won't start burying more pucks right i i'm still
1: excuse me folks uh i'm still putting uh i still have coalfield starting at just about every game that i can just because i know that like sooner or later that line we're getting like little surface ticks but sooner or later we're gonna hit the gold mine and they're just gonna start fucking dummying uh the stat boards for me but um yeah, sixtieth. I think he's like uh he's in like fuck, what was it? I I, I should have kept it. He's like he's in like the top five uh Canadians fastest to to get to sixty points or something like that. Uh sixty. Yeah, he got
0: he got up there pretty quickly. Yeah.
1: So uh you know, for people that are still questioning it, he's he's a fantastic kid. Uh as long as we can keep him healthy. So I'm just a little- knock on everything in my room uh but yeah
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely um
1: any oh, any other uh, what's thought that? there no you um,
0: good oh fuck what was i gonna say there? wow that's rare that's rare for me <laughs> losing my train of thought on the podcast um you're good. How about uh, Kova goal? Oh, yeah. Sorry, just remember what I was going to say. But yeah, Kovi uh, has been hot lately. Four goals mm-hmm. on the season. I believe that's more than he had, or just as much as he, many as he had all of last year. And he's done so in 22 games. It's been he's been fun I, to watch. Uh, he's really I, I can't fun lie there. to you though, Corey. I I feel like his game has actually gotten worse as he's activated into the offense we talked we 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 kind of talked about that the last time uh because
1: i think yeah, i had we, i said that it was great to see him paired up with struble because it felt like now kovee could you know uh could join in a little bit more and then that's how we got to that subject but uh yet last year well, 77 about, games
0: 3 goals 15 points so yeah well how about Jaden struble continues to impress Got his first point. Um, was it was his first point on home ice? I believe so. Um, has looked solid, like back there. I think he's actually looked really good. I think it's be, we're beginning to get to the point where you can say that James Struble has just <laughs> he's just made he's just changed the atmosphere of that back end for the prospects of the Habs because. We've talked a lot over not just this season or last season, but the last few seasons about how strong the depth is on that back end for the Habs. Mm-hmm. And coming into this season and, you know, uh, even three weeks ago. We weren't talking about him, and now we have to put him. <laughs> he's another well, person no, I to just, add to it. We had, you had the difficult conversation of Caden Gooley, Jordan Harris, Arbor Jack guy. Um, Justin Barron, Logan Mayu, Lane Hudson, David Rheinbacher, Matthias Norlander, Norlander, yeah, and you had William Trudeau right there as well, right? Jesus, now you're gonna add Jaden Struble. Struble, and <laughs> and you've got um oh I can't say his last name that Russian kid in the KHL, averaging the fifth most time on ice as a twenty year old Bogdan Koya Koyevanit, I can't I can't say his name, but. He's better been than I phenomenal can. Too, another great. Like, oh my god, to be a young D in the Habs organization must be very stressful. If your name's not Lane Hudson or Caden Gooley. yeah, it must be terrifying.
1: But also <laughs> for us, two the it's, only it's one terrifying who, who too. Be comfortable. It's terrifying too to be a fucking fan because you're like, it's like Uno cards. I know I only, you know, I I, I want to get down to one, but look look at this great. Look look what I have in front of me. Like I don't want to give up on this, you know. Fuck, well, you, dude. I
0: here's the hope and here's my hope. If James Struble can really challenge for a job and we've got another piece that can be a legit NHL spot, you need to deal one of them. We've already said this. Before. Yeah, we got, we're going to have a use, fire sale. They should use this as area of strength while the value's hot, right? Mhm. I love Arbor Jackeye. I'd hurt to see him go. But do you do you consider trading Jack guy while his value is high? Do you consider trading Struble now that he his value might look good? Or maybe you're looking at dealing a guy like Harris, Justin Barron, or Jordan Harris. Jordan Harris especially hasn't really mm-hmm. gotten the opportunities. I think that would benefit him, or Justin Barron as his often like. There's a lot of avenues you can go. So that being I th- said, I noticed I, think I noticed the-
1: Mason. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> no, sorry.
1: No, no, no. Keep going. Keep going.
0: I was I'll just gonna say, to say I think the only D um on that back end that are untouchable for Ken Hughes and Jeff Gordon are Caden Gooley, Lane Hudson, and Ryan Bacher. Okay. Realistically, they should be the only ones that are untouchable. Now, Caden Gooley, or sorry, Logan Mayu. I think by virtue of being Logan Mayu is also untouchable, but not in the sense of the Habs aren't willing to trade him.
1: Mm-hmm. I just
0: don't think that's a guy that's tradable, right? You look at everything he's gone through. he He's not a guy you can deal. I right. don't think teams can be willing to take the risk on that. But you have three guys that you absolutely do not want to deal. The rest of them are all in my opinion battling it out for spots.
1: No, I I completely agree. It's terrifying. Uh but here's here's something that I wanted to ask you. I know he's 26, but why why isn't it Jonathan Kovacevic's name that gets brought up in potential trades? I mean, he gets great looks. He's always on the ice. It's it's, it's no longer like I know prospects hold a better opportunity one because they're younger. Um, and they they got that chance to really show themselves. But I feel like Jonathan Kova Kovacevic, Kovacevic always is playing uh, his lines. I mean, his role is never touched, but he should be a person that should be looked at as well. I don't know where you stand in that. I could be an idiot, but I feel like all he's doing is making himself look that much better as well for other organizations.
0: I think that's an interesting point because... I know we have a lot of youth, but I do think he's a great opportunity. Yeah, like I do think people forget due to his age that Mm -hmm. Kovacevic was a rookie last season. Um, Right. But I do also think that it's a different scenario because Jonathan Kovacevic plays a veteran game because Mm -hmm. when it comes to pro hockey, he is a veteran at this point. He's not –
1: He's not still learning play? how to play with men. He's been playing with men for a while. And he,
0: to me he personally, I feel seasons. like he just fits
1: in. Not, you know? not
0: only does Jonathan Kovacevic have four seasons of AHL hockey under yeah. his belt, he also has three seasons of college hockey under wow. his belt. And that prepares you a lot more to play in the NHL against men than mm-hmm. playing junior, right? You have to consider that. For guys like uh, Justin Barron or you want to, maybe we'll look younger, Logan Mayhew, this is his first season of pro hockey. right? Struble, it's his first season of pro hockey. Jonathan Kovacevic also, let's call a spade a spade, does not have the offensive potential that the rest of these guys have. I think he's a solid player. He's going to be a solid bottom pairing guy mm-hmm. maybe maybe a fourth defenseman if he improves his defensive metrics back to what they were last year but he's never gonna be anything more but i i agree i think he's absolutely someone that the Habs should consider um shopping because he's six foot five right shot defenseman who's mobile and Teams will eat that up even if he couldn't mm-hmm. play hawk. So, yeah, I think absolutely Jonathan Kovacevic um, should be in that conversation as well.
1: Nice. I, I just really wanted your input on it. I felt like, you know, he's not going to be that piece that puts you over, but he's a depth player that can be, you know, at times show like a flash in the – he, show, he shows flashes that he could be utilized more. I'm not going to say Arturi Lekanen is a less of a player. I a Tremendous guy, but was definitely brought in as depth for Colorado. And then just, you know, he was showing signs of what he, we all knew he was capable of before he left. But when he got there, he continued that. I feel like Jonathan Kovacevic, um definitely could be moved to a team that just needs a little bit more on the back end and would be surprised at what he's actually capable of when he's, you know, showing his true
0: game. But no, absolutely. I think that's a great point. And, um, you know, speaking of another 26 year old, um, Habs, Habs (laughs) player. That's, um, um, he's 27 now but is he 27 now yeah yeah, we just signed a new contract today but before we get into that i believe we have a message from our friends at draftkings we do you guys uh bet the action on the ice with
1: draftkings sportsbook uh let's see what we got for tomorrow this episode i'm sure Knowing me, I would love to get it out tomorrow. So that's what I'm going to do. So uh, let's look at the Saturday games. Let's see if there's anything interesting. You got uh Dallas, Dallas versus the Lightning. The uh the over is six. It's not not too bad at minus one twenty two. Uh, I've been I've been playing the overs lately, Mason. I'm not going to lie. Uh, let's look for another high scoring game. Uh, Boston Toronto. Um, both teams have kind of been a little lemony, but I feel like against each other, we could get over six goals. That's at minus 120. I'd like to see that one. Uh, what else we got? You know, honestly, St. Louis versus Arizona, both teams have been crazy. It's over 6.5. We already know they're going to be scoring a lot in that game. Uh, I don't think I'll put some money down on that. It's only a minus 105, but definitely a game to keep your eyes on. Uh the Canucks versus the Flames if you just want easy money. Uh I can't say who to pick. I forgot about that. Anyway, <laughs> download the app now and use code THPN. New customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN, only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after insurance, gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www8001800 gamblernet In New York, call 877 8 hope or text hope In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after insurance. CDKNG.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2023. All rights reserved. Let's go. Um, Yeah, I forgot a while back. They were like, we do not want y'all telling people what they should do with their money. Uh, But those are fun games to take a look at. Uh, I feel betting-wise, you bet what you want. Uh, But I've been playing the overs lately, Mason.
0: (laughs) I've uh, I've taken a little
1: backseat to the gambling. As you should,
0: as you should. As you should, you 16 parlay-making man. However, wow. it appears that uh, the Habs are willing to gamble on Sam Montembeau, hey! uh, three-year contract, $3.15 million, and if this tells me anything, it tells me not that the Habs think Sam Montembeau is the goalie of the, of the future. It tells me, one, they're willing to give him a shot, but it tells me they believe in him enough that he's just won the job from Jake Allen. Yes. And uh, the three goalies he's going to be he will be staying Mm -hmm. so it's up in the air now I do not think the Habs go many more weeks with Jake Allen and Caden Primo both on the roster after seeing this Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens I think if you know Edmonton had three scouts at uh, the last two Habs games watching goalies Mm -hmm. this doesn't mean Malati couldn't get dealt Kent Hughes is an idiot if he doesn't consider anything, but I think it's probably fairly safe to say that Monty has secured himself a position on this team. And if I'm, if I'm Edmonton, I probably want to go with the the guy that's made it to a cup final anyway with Jake Allen. Mm-hmm. So I'm very interested to watch uh, the coming, the coming weeks, days, and hopefully, hopefully the Habs can take advantage of a, surging Edmonton Oilers team. Like it, we want the Edmonton Oilers to be playing good here because, and they have been,
1: if they're playing good, then they're, they're looking to, then they're looking like better. they got a shot, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they have so, to grab something. I like the move. I really do. I think uh 3.5 fantastic at three years. If we keep them perfect, 3. because 3.15, I'm sorry. Oh uh, yeah. 3.5, <laughs> 3.15 is fantastic at three years. Um, it gives it gives the Canadians a bit of a cushion. It allows them, um, if we keep them, a chance for him to, you know, not take the reins, but take potentially the one A position, which either moves Primo or Allen. I believe Allen. Um, I'm still still very confident in Primo. He has looked good. I felt like the team really was just dead after the Columbus game. Um, there was a goal. I think the third goal in the Florida game that was just straight up on Primo for being too far out, out in front. But that being said, um, I'd like to see that they're giving him the opportunity. They have the confidence in him. Um, if he does stay, it gives us three years to, to find, uh, the next, the next big thing. Um, and we know that we have some competence in net that potentially, you know, if he keeps playing this well, he's already signed to something. We have something else coming in. He could be moved in the future. Uh, well, vice versa. Oh, we signed him for this. It's a good fucking deal. He plays good. We had, like you just said, we had Edmonton in the stands taking a look at him. He played uh in the Columbus game. He stopped 26 out of 28 at a 0.929. He had a fantastic uh a couple of fantastic looks in that game. Um I think it's a win win either way. We signed him for very cheap. Well, very, very doable for us. We have consistency. We can either move him, and we we know we have we know what we have in Allen and Primo, or we keep him. We move Allen or Primo, and we still feel comfortable where we are. We're having good opportunities, but uh, as we want with this organization, we want outstanding performances, not necessarily wins. So it works in our favor.
0: Absolutely, and I think uh, another facet of this signing, um, the Habs look to have, and you know we've been burned off the route before. Primo is looking better, but I think a lot of us thought that uh, <laughs> he was going to be the guy coming out of college. However, mm-hmm. the Habs have a goalie absolutely tearing up college hockey right now. Jacob Fowler, yeah all 14 hell yeah. games for Boston college with a 9 oh excuse me a 931 1.98 goals against average 11 wins, two losses he's been going off um in 3 years he'll be 22 23 or no he'll be 22 sorry um look i I wouldn't be shocked if the thought process is maybe Monty holds the reins until Fowler gets here. If the Habs really think he's the man, it remains Mm -hmm. to be seen. Right. But he looks like a good goalie. And uh, I think this is kind of a little bit, it's absolutely a calculated um, play from Hugo here. Um, You've got Monty who ideally grows into the starting goalie you want. If you're Ken Hughes and Jeff Gordon, and if he doesn't, but he's just solid enough, he he holds on and provides adequate goaltending until the future of your crease gets here. So I like the move. I think it's unfortunate that I know a lot of fans are pointing out, well, the Habs are, you know, we're going to lose out. On, we lost out on the first overall pick because of goaltending. Yeah, we did. We did lose out on the first overall pick because of goaltending, but worst team in the league didn't win the lottery anyway. Yes, we... We lost out on a really good player because of our goaltending. I I can't deny that. I agree with you guys. We should have traded a goalie last year, and it's hurting us again this year. But the reality of the situation is Kent Hughes and Jeff Gordon clearly aren't comfortable with their team getting stoned, or sorry, just mm-hmm. shelled every night. Um, so we're gonna have a good goalie in regardless. Um, and if I'm if I'm choosing one, I'm choosing Monty. You're going to get more return for Allen and Monty has a brighter future. He's going to hold his value longer than Allen. So yeah. if you got to hold on to an asset, I absolutely hold on to Montembo. I think Jacob Fowler looks like he could be a real. I love Jacob Fowler. Dude. We,
1: we, we touched on him uh when they, they dropped that, that video this year. And he was like one of the highlighted guys. And I said, I'm sold on him. Um, I do love what you said about Montembeau. Um. You know, I know that it costed us a chance at Badar. With that being said, um, just like Allen, we're going to get assets for him. It might not be the best, but it'll probably be damn near really good for a goaltender. And whatever we receive from Montebo in the future, we claimed him like he was a waiver pickup. Like, so whatever we get is going to be, it, it. it's a plus in any way. Him being great for us is a plus as someone we just grabbed, we gave him an opportunity and he's going to turn it around and either one, hold it down until Fowler or the next person comes along, or he'll be moved because he's playing lights out and we return something for him being stellar here. Either way, it's a win-win for us. Same thing with, uh, with
0: Jake Allen. No, absolutely. I totally agree. I'm a big fan of the deal. And, uh, I'm I'm hopeful that we see something done here with Edmonton soon.
1: Yeah, honestly, uh, did you say Cam Fowler's stats? Because they're they're ridiculous. I said Jacob Fowler's stats. I'm sorry, Jesus. Uh, anyway, yeah, they're yeah. like 11-2 and one right now. Um, I don't know if he'll be featured in it, but uh, Grinelli from Spit and Chicklets has that um, Chicklets University thing and the next the next uh they just did Umass the next one they're doing is on BC um he's already talked about doing the the challenge with Will Smith i wonder if we get to see any of Jacob Fowler in that um i guess for halves fans it's something to look forward to if he's in it at all you know yeah that'd be, so, that'd
0: be really cool right
1: absolutely so um i know we really didn't touch on Mitchell Stevens for a get for for much of anything other than, you know, the, the bad news for um uh, new hook. And I'll just be brief, but, um, so far this season, he's uh, 16 games, three goals, nine assists for 12 points with the Laval rocket. Um, I don't know much about him. I just, uh, I hope he, he can continue his success at this level. Um, I don't know what else to say. I just really wanted to at least get his stats out there for people that um one haven't seen this and two might not know much about him. I don't know if you know anything else. <laughs> uh no. No. That's I fair. So we'll before. all get our, our first looks <laughs> of Mitchell Stevens. Um, what's our next I just game? Know,
0: oh, I like I've seen Mitchell Stevens play. Mm-hmm. I just I'm not a big I don't really Watch Laval as much as I used to. I don't. Or Mitchell Stevens. I like. I think he played in Tampa. I okay. know he's been good to Laval. He got there last year. He's an AHL guy. He's an AHL scorer. He's a quality player. Um, he's not an NHLer. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> you, that's you're fair. not getting. At... The o- yeah, we're only we're not getting the memorable Dewey. thing. Yeah. The only other memorable thing I could tell you about him is I think he's from Peterborough. <laughs> nice. I'll look it up quick. Nice. Uh. Well. While he looks that up, next
1: game is going to be tomorrow or today as you guys are listening to this. We're going to be playing the Detroit Red Wings um, and then followed by uh, Monday night games, 730 Eastern, hopefully, uh, with the Seattle Kraken and Mason's favorite person's coming back uh, yeah. with Metal Mondays. So, Mason, you have your update yet? Uh, yes, he is from
0: – I was right on both. He, he is from Peter He's from Peterborough.
1: Nice. So I guess in that where you're at right now? Maybe you guys can go out and watch his first game
0: tomorrow. Yeah, I guess we'll be cheering him on from his hometown. Nice. Nice. Um, you excited for Metal Mondays? Fuck no. <laughs> I hate that <laughs> fucking blue. Why? Blue. Oh, come on, dude. I love the handlebars. <laughs> oh, he's so fucking stupid. <laughs> hate that guy.
1: Oh, man. Him and Yuppie are perfect. They're just both oh, awkwardly yeah. weird anyway
0: made in heaven for sure right
1: um i don't have anything else to say mason i don't know if you have any other comments or topics you want to talk about um
0: but if you've uh, no i think truthfully i think uh it was always it was bound to be a sure episode uh not a lot of hockey played yeah um between our last so yeah i'm i'm excited with where what we could see um on the goaltending front there, hopefully we can get a deal or maybe see something of those lines. Mm-hmm. But uh I'm excited to get back after for the next episode. We're gonna have a lot more stuff to talk about. Hopefully a trade. Absolutely. And,
1: I do yeah. have one I have one more thing, Mason. I think I figured out what to do. Now we're not supposed to say uh how to bet, but I'm just saying as a collective, if we all just put money down on Josh Anderson's first goal let's say tomorrow we all just hammer that shit because i feel like it's beyond his abilities i feel like uh, he's like being bogged down by uh an an un, an unreal entity so if we all just bet so much money on him maybe it'll it'll configure that and we'll get his first goal and everybody gets paid out um if Personally, i had the money I like, I-,
0: I like to keep my money so <laughs> i can't say i'll be joining you on that front
1: Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I just think if we all unite and put two cents down, we can we can make Josh Anderson score. That's all I have. That's all I have.
0: <laughs> well, thank <laughs> you guys once again for us by listening to Habs Night. We appreciate all your support, and uh, personally looking forward to the next episode. We'll have a lot more to talk about. Uh, it'll be our hour-long episode, so we're looking forward to that. And uh, see you guys next time. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network new shows every day find us at the hockey network.com or wherever you get your podcasts from